coming up on this episode of The Brain Drain Show. Who was the first person you gave a love and skate for in your daughter? Exclusive news. I was meant to be a millionaire ten times over in 2020. Sat round and sponged camo pattern onto 200 blank boards. I don't drink tea. If you make, if you make your a brain drain board, it would be an honour. I'm a bit of a hippie about this sort of thing. No packs £5.50 in the shawl shop. The cost of butter, Lucy, is outrageous. It's insane how much, yeah. and that was, a, was that 12 colour? 13 colour. Oh, I quite like the idea that you've been curious and I'm about to like make it not that curious anymore. But I've literally like melted my brain with like thinners. So I like literally I'll forget this happened to by tomorrow. <laughs> Don't sit there in the intro like covering your face like it's the worst thing ever. Get on with it. <laughs> Just look to the camera with me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you're joining us. My name's Ford Rookfield, joined with my trusty host, Toby. Toby Batchelor. And today we're joined by two special guests. We have Sir Stuart Smith. I forgot your middle name already. Anthony. Anthony. So we're joined by Stuart Anthony Smith and Lucy Adams from Love and Skate. Round of applause, please, studio audience. Knuckles. Am I just gonna, I'm just gonna. Oh, Jesus. Me and Stu come with our, you know. Yeah. Are they Love and Skate rings? They are, yeah. Uh, Do you bring solid, me one? Solid silver. Yeah, it's with the Metallica board. Oh, sick. Nice, thanks for that. It's pretty funny, because oh. on the last episode, you said you keep trying to fist bump people and they, they just don't know you exist. And you yeah, just tried to fist bump Lucy and she, and she didn't them. even know you were there. Yeah. I you thought did... it was a signal to the camera or something. No. No. Sorry. So the way we've been signing off these podcasts, do either of you believe in ghosts? Um, have we? Have we been signing off? Yeah, I've got you my have. real gold skate pools top on. Yeah, Classic. but have you? You should re-release that board. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Pool shape board. All right. I'm done. Let's, it's is, that, is that we, easy to get we board? Have, we there you go, episode done. <laughs> you found out everything <laughs> you need the, to know we and we're ready. We have the technology. We can do that. Have you ever seen a ghost? I've never seen a ghost. My little girl asked me about ghosts. Which, which Daddy, do they exist? Are they scary? Don't be daft. You've got nothing to worry about. Go to sleep. But then there's that thing of me, that kind of like the spiritual side of me. Which what I a dismissive way to... Don't <laughs> okay. be daft. Shut go up. to sleep. <laughs> Shut up. Go to sleep. Um, do I believe in ghosts? I want to. But not the mean ones. Not the mean what? ones. <laughs> My argument was, right, when we spoke about this on other episodes is... If you're a ghost, why do you have to wait till it's dark to come out and do the ghost <laughs> stuff? Why can't yeah. you just fuck about all the time? Poltergeist, they don't, they don't wait for dark. Yeah, but... And also, See? if there were ghosts, you'd be really going to town with being a ghost, wouldn't you? But I think it depends on the history a, of the ghost, you'd, like you'd be, how, what's affected their life and how they've died. Yeah, but you'd be doing it once Cause you get nice every ghosts. day or something, at least. You get nice ghosts. Have you ever you? met a nice ghost? You. I, I think I could be wrong about this, but no, when Casper. you isn't the story the behind the way that ghosts exist, they're in purgatory and they're sent back to perform a task so they can get to where they need to go. Be You've it been watching or too hell, many films, right? mate. So no, like, that, no, go, ghosts can't just do whatever they want because they came have, up with that. They have a task. I don't know exactly. This is what I mean, but yeah, I don't know. So I you just, mean that but ghosts have been mis? I just wish that they we'd see more of them. Because I just think they're not doing that much for brand ghost, are they? No. They need to come out and... Why are you laughing at me? Because on the last episode, you said ghosts need to change their brand. They, That's what they you just said. Need and to, I was like... How they need the... to do a bit more for the brand. I think ghosts need to... I just... 
Wouldn't it be amazing if a ghost appeared now on camera? Mm. What? Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I'd like to, but... I, th I think the idea, in all seriousness, the idea of a spirit leaving the body and coming back to taunt someone or something, yeah. I think is pretty far-fetched. Okay. I, th I think... Mm. I want to believe in it. I want to believe that... Um, that there is magic out there, so mm -hmm. so deeply want to believe that, but I struggle with it for, because of science. I think so. That's where I stand. So you're a very scientific based man. Well, no, I'm the. <laughs> I mean, it, ex it exists for a good reason, isn't mm -hmm. it? Like science exists because people spend years and years training to work out the way that things work, and they yeah. do, and then they go, "This is how it works." Everybody and people are like, "Oh, that's amazing." I think you can't you can't ignore that just because you like the idea that that there's ghosts, you know what I mean? Or you like the idea that that the, the dead can raise, or you like yeah. the idea that that Jesus came down. You know what I mean? It's like just because you like the idea of something doesn't mean that it trumps science. So that's my stance on it. Where do you stand on aliens? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, what do you think <laughs> about aliens? Man, I've been listening to some mad podcasts lately about about, about U.S. That. Congress admitting to finding no, aliens. Actually, I've, I've managed to swerve all of that. Okay. Um, Producer Fraser loves it. Really? Oh, he's yeah. obsessed with it, yeah. Obsessed. So, so I listen he, to... He I watches alien porn and everything. He's obsessed it's... with space cigars. Yeah. Space cigars. That's the spaceships always look like cigars, don't the... they? Oh, I thought you were talking about weed. No. Well, that as well. He so, just loves space cigars then. So I listened to something the other day, and it was a Lex Friedman podcast, and he I can't remember who he had on, but the guy said um, about about aliens, he said... If they've managed to get from wherever they are, so basically, the, like the universe is infinite, infinite, and uh, in our solar system, there's one planet that's capable of uh, sustaining life. Mm -hmm. So the idea that the next solar system has that uh, is—it's a possibility, but it's—it's it's very, very, uh, very unlikely. So, but yeah. there is a possibility that the elements can kind of like uh, what's the word, kind of work out in in such a way that it could sustain life. But that could be like thousands of light years away. Yeah. And then those aliens have got to get to where we are, perhaps, and even further in order to be able to make the travel from there to here. So you'd have to think that they were a more advanced civilization, advanced technology, but also probably advanced more socially. And the way he kind of said it was when you're trying to um, preserve a species, so say mm -hmm. like you, like you want to say, preserve the tiger or like the penguins or save like a small frog in the Amazon, the best thing you can do is leave it alone because the moment you yeah. go in there, then you kind of destroy it. So he said, if there's a civilization that's so far advanced and get to us technology, technologically, they're probably so far advanced civilization, like socially, that they probably wouldn't let us see them because we being the frogs in the Amazon, it would we'll fuck it up it. for us. So like, yeah, so that we can't fuck it up anymore. Can so we? Made a comparison, which was Earth could be like North Sentinel Island. Okay. Which is the island which still has uncontacted tribes on it where missionaries have been shot by yeah. arrows and shit. Yeah, yeah. And we could be the universal equivalent of like the uncontacted tribe and it's just everywhere. Yeah. It's so, just a theory. And and they said so this guy's basically it's exactly maybe it was the same thing that we listened to, but it's like basically if they are around, they would never let us see us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let us see them. So uh so I I'm a I'm a big believer. Yeah, I mean like what why not? It it stands to reason. I think it's I think it's like very slim chance yeah but 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 that slim chance of like is uh 
there's got to, yeah there's got to be something out there was it I, do you think we put on earth to mine gold for the aliens was this what we spoke about with pritchard wasn't it yeah no it was Zorosh. no oh, was it yeah no we because yeah, Zarosh. Oh, was it? Zarosh, oh, okay. Zarosh has a claim that we put on Earth to mine gold for the aliens. Wow. Okay. And what was that about, Fraser? Something to do with the gold, and that's what? What did um, you say? Have you got a microphone? Can we hear I you? I haven't got a microphone, but I can shout. I don't shout. So the theory is that there's a race of aliens called the Anunnaki that live on a on an unseen planet in our solar. That's a Greek food, isn't it? No. <laughs> that of uh, basically. Genetically modified humans who want and mine gold so they can suspend it in their atmosphere because it's a non-reactive material. I've wow. certainly seen some genetically modified humans great in Great Yarmouth. <laughs> great Yarmouth. Seen that. What? Nothing. I'm not from Great Yarmouth. Shall so we, shall we start shall we the start? podcast? Yeah, I mean that's. I'll, a, I'll shut up about aliens now. That was Lucy's. Like, what the fuck have I, well, I stepped into? What's here? your stand on this before we get? In, what's your stand on this before we <laughs> we get too much into it? You ever seen an alien? You ever no, seen a ghost or an alien? Neither. Do you believe in either? Now, <laughs> since this chat, like no. <laughs> well, even after what I said. Yeah. Oh. It just sounds. He like thought it's he way sounded too. really like. Yeah, I thought it was like. Well, you, you went like the chances are so slim, 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 slim. But then like yeah. But you, but, but I actually didn't finish that. So like so the chances like are so, so slim. But then but then we exist, and this this thing has happened on Earth, and we've got to where we are, and it's like that the chance of that happening was so slim, but it has happened to us. So then it is in the realms of possibility that it could happen elsewhere, and in which case and. Uh, Oh man, we could just should we do our own podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do. Save oh. that thought. We'll we'll do it as a closing statement. We'll mm. go back to the aliens. What do you want to? Yeah, let's let's you, let's you, start. At the you rain you rein it in let's a little rain bit. Rain in the uh, the alien. And you set the direction for where you want to go. Chat. Um, let's talk about Love and Skate. Twenty years. Is 21. it twenty years? Twenty one years uh -huh. now. Um, how did that start? And what what is it with the name? What does it mean? Am I so, being stupid? Have I missed something with the name? I don't know. <laughs> I think I've always be... been curious about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I quite like the idea that you've been curious and I'm about to like make it not that curious anymore. <laughs> Go all the way to the humble beginnings of Love and Skate. Because was it? Started, did you start with? Did you start doing zines and things? Yeah, like yeah. That so it, was and... a it was a fanzine, right. like a photocopied one that I was making out of my okay. bedroom, and um, and I was just like traveling around the country, going to different contests and that sort of thing. This is like way back and, you know, hanging out with my mates and going, you know, going to foreign places and yeah. taking photos and doing some writing and just enjoying that bit, you know, always reading skateboard magazines and enjoying the fact that someone had written about something. I was like, I want to do a bit of that. And mm -hmm. it wasn't really like this, this magazine isn't covering the bit that I think is important about skateboarding. So I'm going to start my own magazine. It's like, I love this. I want to make something that I love as well. So I started making yeah. this little fanzine. How many just did like, you make? Do you remember um, how many issues? Did uh, you have many van fans of the zine? Yeah, there was a few a few fans worldwide. Yeah, you get en like envelopes mm. sent. This is pre pre uh, you know Instagram or anything. People like people would send envelopes. This really is the good thing about skating because, like you're saying, you you wanted to do things you saw people doing, like magazines and stuff. You can do that in skating. Yeah, I mean, look, we we were like, let's do a podcast. All right, we'll do it. You yeah. can do that shit, can't you? Yeah, and skating's open and welcome to people doing their own shit absolutely so. yeah so like I, d I just needed literally wasn't like didn't think about it too hard um i've always liked that kind of like the tattoo the, the love and hate i know it's kind of cheesy but it's mm. just like it kind of like i don't know i just think it's like kind of funny and i was mm. like well what will go on toes like that well love and skate like fits pretty much perfectly on yeah. the toes so i just drew a sketch of my feet with 
love and skate on the toes and then there it was. Well, yeah, there you, you go. Know. You got so your answer. Like, sorry that it's not twenty-one really more, year mystery. It's not more deep and meaningful, and but it's kind of it's kind of evolved <laughs> now. So it's quite nice. Is like the the distros in Europe, loads of them call it loving. So like the skate bit's kind of fallen off, and it's just like loving. So like you know, this is what people are like, yeah, when's the next lot of loving stuff coming? That's like great. That it's should like, be sub-brand loving stuff. Loving stuff. <laughs> Why not? Um, and that can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. You just make whatever you want. Loving to, stuff to make it. Uh, a brand to survive 21 years is fucking incredible like it's hard isn't it mm. and i'm yeah. sure you've had along the way ups and downs of it but at, like at what, at what point did you go from Making doing zines. these zines to like thinking i'm gonna do some boards i'm gonna make my own mugs here because the mugs are rad i'm gonna make my own tea yeah like how, yeah, how did it bags. evolve because it's kind of like an art project it's like a long running. It, it you know what? It is exactly like a long like, running. I mean, art project. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know you that well. I mean, I met you today, but like, I see that it's almost like your art project and all these things you're interested in, and that's how it's kind of evolved. And you know, that, it's it's basically your brain. Okay, so th is that am I right in saying that? Is that yeah, that that m maybe puts a little bit more focus on me as a yeah. like as a sole like driving force of it a bit more than there's kind of like fair yeah. because always along the way there's been like team riders and there's been artists and there's like yeah you do a lot of collabs don't you? yeah a lot of collabs and then um getting different makers of things involved and using different companies and all that sort of thing and that all adds to kind of the the kind of the, the weight of, of the company so to speak mm. but it's uh it's by no means kind of like you know, my, my, you know, I'm the driving force sort of thing. Like that would, that would be a bit unfair to, for everyone. everyone. Um, but yeah, but the, the, when you say it's like a kind of a, a developing art project, that is pretty much how I kind of see it. Well, like, like when I, you know, when you send the PDFs and you see what's going on and it is, it's like little capsule range, isn't it? With artists and yeah. it's, it's rad. It's, it's different. So it's, so that is, um, I've been thinking about this quite a lot lately that that is, uh, for one reason, the fact that they're like little capsule projects, one reason more than ever, more than anything rather, is that that's basically kind of all I can manage or all we can manage. Like it's it's myself and uh, myself, Dexter and Soul, who like work yeah. on all the printing and the packaging mm -hmm. and making all the, the nice bits. And um, and so that's like a... <clears throat> that, we're we're a small team so we can't just go like we're going to do 10,000 of these boards yeah, yeah. or like yeah we're going to take on this enormous project because yeah. actually it's like it's not sustainable yeah. but also the way my mind works as well is like I can't forward think to like mm. the drop of a, of a of a board like thing in a year's time I'm a bit too spontaneous so yeah. like quite a lot of the way that I that I work still and this is exactly what I did when I first bought like the first 10 boards to screen print was like buy the boards, think of the graphic, yeah. or and it's like right, yeah. that's ten. Then it's like buy a hundred boards. Now it's like now we buy like a thousand boards, but half the time those boards arrive and like half of them haven't. I haven't thought of what graphics yeah. to put on half of them. Um, but then that might happen in a week, and then we can make it in two weeks, and you get the PDF and it's in the shops in in a space of like two months. Yeah, yeah. And I love that way I'll, of working. Yeah, it's I like really that way. That's, that's how I try to do like t-shirts and when i did the avi board like the avi baghead board it was i usually say to my missus i'm like i've had an idea for something and we draw it up that night and then i send it to get printed and i've yeah. had people say to me like 
why don't you wait, hold off and do like seasonal drops? I'm like, I'm not bother like bothered about doing it. Like if I've got an idea to do it, I just want to make it, print it and get it out yeah, and then and also, on to the next one. I feel like as well, like it, if you do it that way, then it contains that spontaneous energy. Mm. So if you like, you have an idea and you write it down and then you do whatever you got to do, like mm. render it or put it on the computer and print it out. And then when you're in that process and you're excited about doing something, you then like you put mm. all that energy into it and the mo and you still have that energy when you're phoning when I'm phoning Toby and saying we've got this new thing coming out and da 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 or yeah. or when you're like putting together the PDF or when you're packing the box, you know, you're excited about the whereas like if I was to think, would I have that energy to sell something that I decided to do a year ago? Yeah. Like I wouldn't. It would be Yeah. I'd, I I would have lost that momentum. So I I just don't like to work in that way. I think I think there's like there's quite a lot um what am I trying to say? It's a positive way of doing it because we get bombarded with brands selling us ranges that are quite vast, too vast really to do it properly. Yeah, okay. Whereas with your stuff, it's more like spontaneous little capsules and it kind of works like that. Yeah. So mm. yeah, it's a good way of doing it. And like you say, you know, it's like you don't want to be stagnant with a brand as well. Yeah. You know, like if you get a range of boards, you've got to sell through those boards. If you get loads, it takes longer to sell through. Yeah. You, you want new stuff coming out more regularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a good way of doing it. <clears throat> that I've, makes sense. I, yeah, I've, I mean, I've looked back on something that I've released like a year, like a year ago. I've seen something on my timeline like you released this one year ago, and I'm like, that sucks. But <laughs> but you know, but at the time, I was like, yes, let's go, love mm -hmm. it, and it sells. But a year later, I'm like, I wouldn't re-release that because I'm not that graphic. I'm not bothered about it anymore. Oh yeah. So I yeah. Yeah, it was like relevancy. Like it was at the time, at it the meant time, something. I loved it, and yeah. It was, yeah. But, it, but it's only Apple that's like sowing that seed of thought in your mm. mind, isn't it? Like if, if it wasn't for this is what you did a year ago as you pick up your phone, then like you wouldn't be thinking because you're like forward thinking the whole time, right? Yeah. You're like you're already onto the next thing. Mm. It's just like iPhone that's like put that thing in. So like ignore that, man. Mm. It's fine. Um, how, uh, how long after. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to start making boards then after you were doing the zines? And then when, okay, <laughs> well, and, th and then I was going to ask about who was the first pro on the team and how did that come about? Who's your first rider? Yeah. Who was the first rider? Who was oh, the first that. person you gave a Love and Skate printed board to? I think it was Ewan, right? I think it was Ewan. Yeah, yeah he he's been to there Safeway's car park in Whitechapel. Always and starts off at a car park. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. Always and at I, a car I, park curb. I gave him a board and I'd seen, I'll make Dan Luscombe, you know Dan from Gouthurst. Yeah, yeah. He'd said about him, I think it was him or maybe it was Luke from South. But he's like, yeah, this guy. And he came up and I gave him a board and he like, ollied one of the, the barriers in the car park like this high. I was like, man, this kid is mental good on a skateboard and funny. And uh, yeah, so I think it was him. But yeah, that, that And was he's still good, on, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rides motorbikes and stuff. He does, yeah. He's well into motorbikes. Really good motorbikes. One, one, one armed at the minute. He like dislocated his shoulder at some motorcycle demo where they had a mini ramp. He got his hand caught oh, in the nets. in the nets as he kind of like was coming out of some trick and basically got it caught in it and pulled it right out. Did you see? Did you go to Cardiff for the weekend? No. Did I you see? Was it Stevie Rampen. Thompson? Who, yeah. Oh yeah. Did, he do, did he do? Did he do it as well? I, he, he broke his arm and it's it's split the bone. Split the skin, yeah. So I think it went. I think it was a dislocation. And like, oh, my friend Andy's had that recently, and he said it was oh, similar. Man, mm. that's, oh, 
Stevie like, is he's one so of my sick. favorites, man. Yeah, he's he's amazing. got the most boneless variations yeah. of foot plant variations. I'm fairly certain he skates every single day and yeah. like, and all day. Yeah, he's yeah. sick. Yeah. He's well yeah, he's really good. So, so Ewan was first one on. When did you come into the mix? And how did that come been, about? You've been there a long time. Yeah, I Lucy remember OG, Lucy Adams. Uh the pioneer girl skate That's jam. Right. That should be the nickname. Jenna. OG Lucy Adams OG. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Change your Instagram right now. <laughs> the, the pioneer jams that Jenna used to put on. She did a girl skate yeah. jam mm -hmm. once a year. Awesome event, like massive community coming together. And I think the prize was a sponsorship by Love and Skate. No, it was a Love and Skate deck that I won. I don't know, or, you know, I got a free deck within that jam that day. And it was the, it was blue. Did it, was it? Did it have a logo on it? It was just a logo board. No, no, it wasn't. It was a, it was a real girl skate curves oh, board. Oh, that's right, yeah, It yeah. was a real girl skate curves Rad. board. It was blue, real girl skate. And I thought this is the best thing. I've yeah. ever seen like what is this and I'd heard of Love and Skate actually and back to the name I thought like how good a name is that for a company mm. and why hasn't someone thought of that before it's a very so positive like, name isn't it it's just wicked it's just like yeah it's a nice rolls off the really tongue really nice um, and I went to the week after that comp I was going to Malmo for another like a uh, bull riders comp or something and I w went out there and all these like loads of people were there actually Munson was there Potter was there um and people were like, oh, your board's so cool. And like, it was quite an international affair. Loads of all the Europeans were like, oh, that board's so cool. Because it was still really, the graphic was really, you could see it, I hadn't slid it off yet or whatever. But I, after that, winning that board, I put it straight on. I was like, this board's going on. Mm. Like, this is sick. And I saw Ewan. I knew Ewan a little bit because he'd come to Crawley because he's down my way. And I think he said, oh, cool board. Like, where'd you get that from? And I said, like, I want it at this thing. And he said, oh, I know the guy. And I was like, you know the guy? Like, <laughs> the guy. You knew the guy. And the he guy. said, oh, I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon the guy would hook you up. And I was like, what? What the fuck? Because who were you, were you getting? Spon you, I mean, because you rode for Eastpac back in the day. That's how we first met, yeah, wasn't it? On did. Eastpac yeah, tours. Yeah. That's like 20, <laughs> 20 years ago. Easily. Yeah. So were you riding for anyone at that time when? I don't think I was. Right. I think I was because I remember right. I remember really liking white dipped boards. So yeah, I was yeah. riding a lot of heroin boards at the time. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just buying or like, Pretty I don't know, could, just getting yeah. through them. And I so I don't I don't think I was because I remember that white rail thing. Um, so yeah, you and sort of said that, and then I think I digital lettered you. What email? I did, yeah. Nice. I mean, I think you, I, you have to be on email these days. I emailed him. Have to be on it. But I, so gonna, I, I can't think off. of the year. Can we milk? think of the year? No, I'm terrible. All the years of like 2007. It could have been seven. Like, it could have been six or seven. I'm trying or eight. to imagine when I first started seeing those boards. Seven or eight, I would say it was 2007 yeah. or eight. I just you're so like. Uh, linked with Love and Skate, if you'd have said to me, I've been running for him for 21 years since the beginning, I would have been like, oh, cool. Because I just assumed you'd been well, there like. Well, it wasn't far from one, the beginning. Much, so but... you were saying 21 years. So 20. So that's when we were in the Mangle, which was a, a studio that I shared with a, a couple of like amazing printmakers in, in Dalston, and uh, no, in uh, Bethnal Green. Before then, I was in Hackney Wick. And before then was when I start, first started printing boards, which was in Hackney and some port cabin by the canal so that's like that was maybe five years after so that what would that be 2011 2015 
Yeah. It wasn't long, in the grand scheme of things, not long after, like, it started. Yeah, yeah. Being, yeah. Uh, I think it thing. was, like, 2007. We'll go with that. Um, yeah, because 10 years later, I had the Pro Awards, 2017. 2007, we've made See, it. See, I'm well good at dates. We should have rehearsed this on the train. Um, <laughs> so you got a Pro Board after being on there 10 years? Yes. Right. Yeah. And you were, were you the first pro for Love yeah. Skate? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that was wicked. That's oh. what I was hinting yeah. at. What yeah. was yeah. the question? The it was a white dip board. A James was Callahan. Yeah, it's in there. It's in here. Yeah, was it a white dips board? It was. I when Stu said like you can like you, you up you for like. this, I was like, well, there's only one way to go with this. I'll get to the page. Here it is. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember Should it. I hold it up. Where, where am I going? That one. You know, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I remember it being a white dips board. I do. I'm a fan of dip boards. Oh, I, I love dip boards. They don't get many now. Just the rails around the sides. Yeah, just I had. Awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah. it goes within what? I think it divides the room, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Some people hate it. Consolidated yeah. used to do a lot of dip boards, the black concave dip boards. But um, in I the day, a fan when it, of it then. It would. Chip, do you remember when it would properly chip off? Like yeah. Yeah. Really consolidated. Yeah. Would like you could like take chunks. Yeah. yeah. Your finger now. You could just. Yeah. Yeah. But I had um, a yellow dipped anti-hero board recently. And it's first dipped on the van in a long time. It's quite, yeah, quite like it. Mm. So like the way Penswood do them is they... So I was going to ask you about Penswood. But yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're like sprayed in a booth. So they basically mix like a pigment with a lacquer. Mm. And it's like, so it's like sprayed up and it's really even. But I think, I mean, this might, might, might sound kind of dumb, but the reason they're called dips is probably because back in the day, I think maybe they, they were, were like actually yeah, they, properly yeah, yeah. dipped. Yeah. So... Are you, um, some people get funny about talking where they get their boards from. Are you okay talking about pens? Uh, it's just that I get a bit funny talking about what boards come from. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um... But, yeah, he... but you've used Penswood right from the get go doing boards. So I was saying to Lucy on the way up here. Now I've worked it out that like you have to use. And I think the same as Zorlac. You have yeah. to use. Uh... If you want to do, if you want to be spontaneous and you want to like get boards in a hurry, or you want to like. Step back for six months and save a bit, a bit of cash because yeah. sometimes that is the case. And you can't, you know, give a factory regular orders and they move on to someone else and they become yeah, priority. Yeah. If you have to operate like that, which is the way that I do operate, then you need to kind of somehow split it between factories. So yeah, now yeah. I've kind of found um, two factories which I love working with. I love working with Penswood because like the craftsmanship of the boards is yeah, yeah. is amazing. And and I love working with Generator because the boards are wicked. You get like great service from like Lane and Justin, and uh, and they're the best boards. And they're the, the best boards. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got an opinion on what the best board is. Like for instance, um, our friend Mikey Patrick. Yeah. No, forget about Mikey Patrick. We don't forget about him because um, he's wonderful. But uh, Jordan, for instance, doesn't like Generator boards. He's like, bro, they just feel they just feel too weird. I don't get on with them. Penciled all day, fourteen inch wheelbase, loves it. So like, it's just to each their own, I guess. Mm. Isn't it? How long have you been getting stuff through Generator? Um, started four years ago and then had a brief hiatus when everything went mental in skateboard yeah, production yeah. and it was like all too easy to get them and then I... next level impossible to get them. Yeah. Um, and uh, now the next lot of boards that are on a boat are all Generator. So yeah, that's I, exciting. Yeah, we want to get ours done through Generator at some point. Because it's the best. Shit. It is the best. Penswood, though, like my favourite, other than oh, every sort of board that I've been able to have has been my favourite, but like the Damn. full is camo he told wrap. Is he told you to say yeah, that? Yeah, he did, yeah. The full camo wrap was like another just sort of dream come true. Like the first yeah. one, white dip, I knew it. The second one, I was like, I don't know, 
what should I do? Another full white dip, like with a different color owl on it? What I don't know. And then we did this um like full camo wrap mm -hmm. and, and Stu like managed to get a kingfisher in there and then like the orange and blue really popped on the board. But like they sent through that first picture, I remember getting it from you, and it was like these boards in a stack and they were all camo. And it just looked I've never seen anything like that. Because a lot of your boards had camo. Where where does that come from? And also white owls, kingfishers, like what's the you know What's the correlation between all Yeah, like what what's the story? Well, Tell us, Lucy. Camo <laughs> Tell us OG Lucy, you, Lucy OG. Camo is just like for me, camo is like skateboarding. I remember the first time I wanted to have camo trousers. I must have been like a fourteen year old girl. Yeah. I went into army surplus and I ended up coming out with just a um just like a overshirt with just an olive green overshirt because I was too scared to get the camo. All right. I don't know, it must nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. And I came home and my mum went, like, you can't wear army clothes. Like guns, wars. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I was gonna get the camo trousers. And then I was like, obviously, as you do, like in the skateboarding thing, I was like, oh, she thinks I can't get them, like I'm gonna I'm So the next time I raised enough yeah. money to go to the army surplus store, I bought a pair of camo cargoes and I was like, there's no looking back really. Like that was for me, I don't know, just like woodland green camo was yeah. mm. like what Josh Callis, it's like what I wanted to look like. At skateboarding, that's how I saw it. Either stonewashed baggy denim or camo cargoes and a white tee. And so I've always been down for that. And then I guess um, birds have just been another thing. Like I just really, I'm not like a massive birdie whatever what they call but is it a twitcher, twitcher. Yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, not yeah i'm not massive but i just really appreciate either birds of prey or big birds like that um yeah just look really good and the, the kind of master of camouflage with the owl thing kind of yeah. just really worked for me and so i had a phase of wearing tiger camo trousers because I, I like how they're like it's like a thinner pattern it is, and it's yeah. longer but every time tiger i go to like camo. an army store to get them I'd skate them. They never stretched. They never, you, no you can get real bad ones, can't yeah, you? Where yeah. they, and then you always rip them. Mm. And then the good and ones the that did goes. have stretch, they'd have like the shitty ankle cuffs on them or something, which I could never skate in. Yeah, because they were for Armies. being in combat. <laughs> well, I guess you are in combat with your board yeah. when you're trying now, for yeah. a trick. Yeah. I'm always bad. You regret it. that now? No, <laughs> not at all. Um, Let's go back to... I want to talk to Stu. I've got one, Sorry, go on. one more, like um, no. Like I, I want to know more about printing and. Well, yeah, I got one nerdy thing about the camo board. Yeah. Uh, Lucy said about when I sent through the photograph from from Joe at Penswood with all that cam with all that camo. I basically messaged him and said, so at the time, like a camo pattern was like beyond my like technical abilities as as a printer. So I. Like, yeah. How do you print camo round onto the? He's like, gonna tell you. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like, and uh, did you say that you wanted it full wrap? Or yeah, you just, full wrap. It had to be the whole board. Yeah, so yeah. Like, impossible for. I don't. I, I challenge <laughs> any skateboard screen printer to do a full wrap camo board. But uh, I'd messaged Joe and said, "Is it possible that you could do a, a heat transfer and can you transfer around the sides or whatever?" And he messaged back. Not this is the beauty of him and how totally mad it is that he messaged back and said, "Yeah, we just." spent the morning hand cutting out different pa camo patterns in sponge and then we just sat round and sponged camo pattern onto 200 blank boards <laughs> uh and then like and then so that's like unlacquered and then they lacquer them and then hey presto you've got yeah. camouflage every single yeah. one of those 200 boards 
hand completely finish. different yeah. hand sponge. <laughs> Didn't say that, that in the bottle. product description on the website, <laughs> did it? No. It was so rad. Have you still got one? Yeah. In, in, got, in, I got in, two. Yeah. Okay, good. What yeah. one to one safe to skate, one for the wall? No, yeah, two for the wall. Two for the wall. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's so and, good. And everything everything is always screen printed. If you've always done screen print, have you ever dibbled in just like dibbled? heat wrapping? Dibble dabbled. Heat, heat, dibble dabbled, I don't heat care. transfers and like, Yeah, has it always been screen printed boards that you've specialised in? There is only one time that we've done a board that that, that Love and Skate didn't print. Exclusive that, news. And that was uh, more just kind of putting the Love and Skate name to it than anything else. It was like part of the Metallica series. Mm -hmm. And this one here. One of these, yeah. But like back, like a few years ago, and um, when I got sent the artwork, there was like no way on earth that I could like reproduce it or do it justice. Yeah. So then I messaged the guys at, at Generator and said, is it possible for you to replicate this like level of detail? Because it's like this incredible, like almost like oil painting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a series of like these kind of skeletons, the four horsemen, um, like from, Met from Metallica and uh and they said, yeah, we can use this insane good printer to basically reproduce it. And they did like an incredible job. And it's like, well, there, I guess there you kind of, there's the kind of like the... It's understandable. Yeah, it's just like you don't yeah. want to do... You don't want do to bring justice. it out and it looks shit. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it might be like, oh, yeah, we print it all ourselves. But like, you've ruined that dude's artwork that he spent like hours and hours and hours making. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, in that case, like, okay, it's part of the Love and Skate Metallica series, but we can't do it justice. So let's make, let's do, get it to someone let's do a can. good job. How and, did the... Collaboration come about with Metallica as well. So there's a guy called... And why Metallica? Are you a big fan? I'm a big fan, but that's yeah. not how it came about. So okay. like, I didn't like, you know, hey, James, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I've got this idea. <laughs> the drummer sucks at the moment, but I really want to print some boards. Um, I got a phone call from a guy called Chris, who's great. Um, and he runs the merchandising company for Metallica. And he basically said that he'd been on the lookout for someone who could like make some skateboards for yeah. he basically the, the conversation went I work for a big brand um or sorry I work for a big band and we produce merchandise for them um work directly with them we want to use a company mm. that can like make some like limited run stuff would you be interested and I said, yeah big band who is it like you know like but yeah I'm, I'm interested it sounds great and uh then he said, okay, well, I'm just about to go on tour. I'll give you a call back in a, in a few weeks and give you some more detail. And that was it. And then um, and then I'd kind of forgotten about it. Two, three months later, he just phoned up and was basically like, hi, Stuart, it's Chris. Do you want to do these Metallica boards then? And it's just suddenly like, and I was like a huge fan from, from a yeah. kid. And like, there's, there's a certain point where my love for Metallica ends pretty abruptly. But, mm. um, you know, earlier albums, like still put on Kill em All and I have a lovely time. Yeah. In my studio, <laughs> printing away with have it. Have a lovely yeah. time. Up to 11. <laughs> so, um, so uh, yeah, so it, 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 and it came about in a, in the most like, like school, no, what do you call it? Like young kid fantasy mm. kind of a way. It was like, okay, we have a PDF of Pusshead's graphics that we, that are licensed to Metallica. Uh, like I'll send it over, choose mm. whatever you like. Uh, they're all, just the just the line drawings, so you'd have to color them. Um, yeah. We're we're down for however you want to color them. So like, send it over. First one was the first one I saw that I just thought that was that bang. Sorry, uh, was the the spider, 
Yeah. And uh, it's just like, man, I'm going to, I get. Was that spider on black wood? That it is, yeah. We did it on mixed stain and, and the, yeah. the actual color of the, the spidey's, spiders, spidey, uh, spiders. Absolutely. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah. everyone pronounces things wrong when you're very conscious that you're talking on Yeah, a when you're like a bag of nerves. Dibble. Dabble. Dibble, dabble. Dibble, dabble. Anyway, Spidey. continue. Um, what was I saying? About the spider. The oh, yeah. Colors. So that was like on mixed stain and like we did it with a blend. So each one was kind of different. But yeah, it was like, literally it was like suddenly like, I'm going to, I'm basically going to make some Zorlac boards. This was like my yeah. thing. You know? And I was like going through that thing, like saying to him, like, can we do the pirate? Can we do a reprint of the pirate? Yeah. And then just, it just kind of grew, it grew like really brilliantly and organically. And I and always like in contact with Chris now. And he's he's great. He he like I can't remember his exact kind of backstory, but he collects I think screen printed like band art. You know, if you go to like the Black Heart in Camden, it's just like wall to wall with these like screen printed band posters. Yeah. I think that was his kind of like he wanted to make something along yeah. those lines, but on skateboards. And it, for me, it kind of like sat really well. You know, it's like Metallica and Puss used to yeah, skate yeah. together. You know, they were affiliated with the whole like Zorlak like guys in Texas and all that stuff, like it, it makes perfect sense. Let's mm -hmm. recreate this magic, like, sc like screen printed. Did you ever see the Zorlak video Zero Hero back in the day? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Fucking brilliant video. Really, really underrated. Um, Aaron Dieter part and okay. the, the Abrook brothers as well. It's yeah, worth, the worth checking mental. out. It's on, it's on YouTube. Okay. It's a really good video. It kind of went under the radar for a lot of people. Like it was 91, maybe okay. 92. Do you um, have any Check future collaborations with anyone exciting coming out, or are you just focusing Can on your do... own, on your own brand as opposed to more collaborations? Collaboration, baghead crew. <laughs> I was going to say, can we do a brain drain board collab? Brain yeah. drain. Yeah, I'm down for it. Get... To get to get one on the wall. Should just we, should we, we make you a brain drain board? Yeah, yeah. it would be an honour. Oh, yeah. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Yes. One for one. <laughs> one for me to keep. Okay. Don't worry about these guys. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll just put it on the show. Make a board for Fraser with loads of aliens and butt plugs on it. They're they're kind of his things. Jesus Christ! Um, yeah. So, so you, along with Metallica, you did one with Carhartt as well. Collab, collab like, a, 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 like a long-standing kind of, I guess, like a yeah, nice little partnership with with Carhartt. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how that came about. Oh, yes, I can. Of course, I can. Really good friend of mine, Lars, who used to manage like the Carhartt skateboarding mm. thing uh, in in Europe. Um, I can't remember where I met him. I think I met him through French. French was doing some artwork mm. for Carhartt 10, 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. And Lars said, do you know anyone that can like print these short run t-shirts? Um, and French said me and then met him. And, and then I'd just done this video about Bolivia and Lars, uh, had just finished this Hang on, how did I meet him? I can't remember exactly the way they come. Lars had just done this thing in, not Siberia, where did they go? Dirt Ollies, you know that video, the Carhartt one? Amazing mm. video about how they took the Carhartt team to... Um, I don't know where they went. Where did they go? It's like, it's mental. Jerome Campbell was on Jerome that Campbell. One, yeah. You what, sorry? Mongolia. Mongolia, yes. that's it. So they went to Mongolia and mm -hmm. Lars kind of like organised that trip. Like Scott Bourne went, Ollie Bergen, I think. Uh, yeah, like bunch of the car guys hugo liard at the time and all that went and um and i'd i'd seen that and i was massively inspired by it and i was making this this video about a trip that we'd done to say we um 
uh, me <laughs> to um, to Bolivia. <laughs> so well, I went with, went so with my girlfriend at the time to visit a friend of mine mm. um, called Gunnar, who's from La Paz in Bolivia. And the idea was to meet him and then find out where there's skateboarding going on in Bolivia <clears> and then go to these places and just film the mm. little crew and see how it's good. Because like, no one at the time, I don't think anyway, no one had known that there was skateboarding going on in Bolivia. I've been there one, one time before and seen like these little crews and seen how amazing it was that there's like this crew of people mm. skating like thousands of feet above sea level where it's like hard enough to walk, let alone skate. And, like, yeah. and it's just like, just this really brilliant scene. So I wanted to go make a video of it, saw that Mongolia video and was like, this is how I want to do this video. And then I got to meet Lars and then Lars basically like kind of took me on. It was like, He's like, I like what you do. I like your video. I like your kind of brand ethos or disgusting marketing word, whatever he said. But um, and then suddenly I was like going on trips with him and going to Hellfest with him and like mm -hmm. doing and it, and since and then Lars left and the guy called Batron took over and then we did a just before Lars left he kind of handed over a, a, a like a a project to Batron and then we did another one with him and then we just kind of. Kept continuously doing it until we did yeah. one last year. What was the first one? Was it the teapot? Terrific yeah, one, yes. Yeah, so it was like a. It was really cool. Yeah. 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 Tea set board, stickers, t shirt, tea all pot. came in the box. Yeah. Tea is a reoccurring theme with Love and Skate. Yeah. I mean, I disappointed you as soon as I picked you up by telling you there's no tea here. Well, no, actually, what that, that might have seemed like that, and I apologise. I disappointed me because I was oh. on my way to get a tea. <laughs> right. Yeah, and yeah. then I turned around and shook your hand, and then I yeah. kind of didn't. And then yeah. so it's all right. I, I, I can cope without it. I'm not like. Not when did you first get into drinking tea? <laughs> <laughs> I think at about the age of five. <laughs> and what tea is your go to? I'm not a snob. I think there's a, like a. People... I don't think you're taking this tea talk seriously i think that people have said that to me before but it's just yeah. it's just tea it's brilliant and yeah. it's like the mainstay of the it's the backbone of the british workforce oh, backing back britain <laughs> where do you where do you get your your tea made when you make love and skate tea it is made by a brilliant company who uh blend their own tea do magic mm -hmm. down in somerset and uh they they make our blend which is lovely so is that your own yeah i mean i'm sure there are others like it was it like this is my? Did you go down room? there and do that tea drinking? No, test they just shit, sent me a load of samples. I was like, can I, have, can I have more assay? All right, cool, nice. <laughs> do do you get monthly tea packages? I don't drink tea. Coffee drinker. <laughs> no, no hot drinks. Are you like? Water? I'm not very much of a hot drink person, and if I have to, if I want a tea, I have to have something cold before. If I want a hot drink, I have to have something cold before. Really? Yeah, I was kind of late. I don't to the know game why. Drinks, I can't go straight into a hot yeah. drink. I have to like have. Like water or something, and then kind I was of psych a bit myself up fearful for it. to tell Shu I didn't do tea because I was like, this <laughs> this thing is really tea. -y. Yeah, and tea -y. I'm like, not drink so into tea, it. get red. I wonder if that put um, the non hot drink, uh, non not hot, non hot drink drinkers, so. and the coffee drinkers. What if it put put them off the brand? Maybe if someone was to come in, like someone big in PR, and say, you know what, you got to like curve the. Uh, Tea drinking. Curve the tea thing. Yeah. What's your go-to biscuit when you're having a cup of tea? Well... Give me your top five biscuits. Because of Dexter Harrison, now it's like hobnobs. Chocolate-covered hobnobs is like... Because they hold yeah. it together, right? They hold it together, yeah. 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 Any other favourites? They don't mush apart very quickly when you dip, do they? I've, I've got quite a lot of biscuit questions. You can d demolish a packet of biscuits yeah. in seconds, no matter what it is. Is your uh, unit... The same as Palomino's unit, yeah, yeah. correct? And thinking, on, yeah. I didn't finish talking about biscuits. I just because he said Nick Palomino, so I was just okay. thinking it it flashed in my head. 
I mentioned to you guys earlier the big Oreos you can get now. Oh, yeah. They're not actually branded Oreos, I must say that. It's Lidl's version. Oh. But, but they're, 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 they taste the same. Have you um, ever had the Oreo ice cream? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were in there, well. yeah. Nice. Um, pink wafers. What are they made of? I know it's wafer. What's the stuff in between? Air. Is it just air? I think so, yeah. Right, I've always wondered that. Thanks. I feel a bit cheated by a wafer, if I'm, if I'm honest. Yeah. Not only do they not hold their structural integrity whilst dipping, but also feel like... Structural integrity <laughs> whilst dipping. <laughs> so Stu's calling out wafer. <laughs> Did you say so Alan Partridge? <laughs> so unalive. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I feel a bit cheated, like wait for wait. Yeah. Often they're like yeah. 89p, 110. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then... You know, you can get you can get a heavier biscuit for eighty nine p. I'd say. Why, why are they pink? Yeah, I don't get it. It's, I don't know. Um, bourbons. Yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've gone up in price. Have you they? You used to be able to get a pack in Asda like a year ago, thirty five p. Now they're eighty nine p. And that is inflation. That is inflation. Yeah. yeah. That if is, anyone, if anyone's confused what inflation is, just look at the bourbon scale. How yeah. Chocolate, chocolate hobnobs. <laughs> chocolate hobnobs are known. For their dunkability. Yeah. They hold it together. Hold it together. Yeah. Talking about inflation and prices and stuff, with screen printing, mm. would you rather Good sell, sell a more, still fairly priced, more expensive board and screen print it, or would you rather lower the price and just go to um, heat transfers? Because how much are your boards currently? Your, your standard team issues and then... RRP. Yeah, they're like they're like in and around sixty. So like, which is a, f a very reasonable price considering we've got boards coming in now, hundred quid for a popsicle board. Ho hockey Shut hockey up. boards a hundred quid, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. baker boards are oh, now eighty allowed, to eighty five. You're not allowed hockey. No, we're not okay. a skate shop. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I did, was not just in a skate shop. That's the thing. Ah, no, we're not a skate shop, though, Stu. You're, okay. you're, you're incorrect. We're not, <laughs> we're, not, we're not allowed. We're a shop that has skateboards in it and okay. a skate park surrounding the business. And but we're not and pay a skate our shop. riders, <laughs> support the mags with adverts. Okay. Could go into this, but we're not going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who well, wants yeah. to sell a hundred pound board anyway? Well, this is the thing, right? So, I mean, this is a bit of a tangent. The pricing of boards, because obviously, you know that that's what my day job is. Essentially, here is buying. You, the boards have gone up and yeah. they should have gone up a long time ago because mm. they've been at a reasonable price for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I remember going into phase seven in Wharf and Cross wanting to get a board and it's like power boards were 65 quid then. Yeah. And it was a lot quid, of money, yeah. you know, and you'd always end up getting like the sale boards and stuff like that because that's all you had. But, you know, with price increases and stuff like Spitfire wheels have gone through the roof and Lower packs five pound fifty in the corner shop. It's fucked, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Butter. The cost of butter, Lucy, butter. is outrageous. Butter is five a funny one, isn't it? Butter fluctuates. Yeah. It's one yeah. thing I've learned. Why is that? Because of the cows. Year old man is a butter fluctuates. And yeah. I'm not batting an eyelid. I'm just whacking <laughs> that tenner down, and I'm buying the butter. Because because the, the thing is in the in the description for this episode, butter fluctuations <laughs> and the bourbon scale. Because <laughs> the thing is with stuff like that, I'm the same. Like. You can you can complain about prices and stuff going up, but you still need to buy it. So what you either just buy it and get over it and make it become the norm, or you you take a stand against butter and start trying to cancel butter on Instagram. Butter. Um, anyway, but, so what yeah, I was getting so, around saying is that because of the 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 what goes into your boards. Yeah. You know, like you're saying how I hate to sing the praises of Joe at Penswood, but Penswood create 
good great boards, boards. Yeah. great boards and then you putting your touch on it with the screen print you're putting in your work finish the bags you know like the doing it by hand like when we had your, sacks, yeah, yeah you know like that shit like that your price point should be up and how much are potato sacks that you fucking send them in? How much are those bags? Well, we, we've bought them in the tens of thousands, so they okay. actually worked out pretty cheap. But yeah, so when, talk... when it was potato sacks, <laughs> do you remember the potato sack day? Yeah, real thick with like the white tread kind of that thing at the like, top. That was like, um, that was me. And I think I probably do a lot of this, but that was me being like so staunchly like in, in my principles about about like plastic plastic shrink, shrink which, wrapping is like, which is a bit nuts and i'll talk about that in a little bit but like i was so like like staunch in my principles about that that i was just like i'm gonna waste a load of money on really heavy duty bags <laughs> just to make a point and i think yeah. the only point i made was like people were like maybe these are a bit of a nose shoe because um, <laughs> you can't can't fit you can't, in a box can't fit them in a box <laughs> But it was that was the beginning. Now we've got nice slim paper ones. I'm happy with it. It is, yeah. is going to change again. Mm. Uh, but it's nice that you're actually doing something different mm. as well. Yeah. You know, because you, you're making, you're quite literally making everything so, by hand and then the packaging by hand as well. So it is like a nice thing when you get like the bag and then the board and then obviously every board screen printed. So there's slight differences on every board. We were talking so like about the Zarish boards being screen printed. And how people will be like, this one's got a bit of a smudge on it. It's like, well, fucking deal with it. It's been made by a human. Yeah, like yeah. now when you get a screen printed board, you spend so long actually looking at it because they just pop more than a heat transfer board. Yeah. So yeah, props to you for doing that whole process. So I think like the, um, I love printing boards. Someone said to me before, yeah. you know, if you could make this, if you could train someone else up, so that you didn't have to do this anymore, or you could make it slightly more automated, then you know you you you, you could print twice as many boards at a time. You know, so like yeah. like Dexter is learning, and he like Dexter's a, a really great printer, and he's like he's learning loads all the time. Like, and, can you uh, teach he, me? Yeah, and I can move to London and work for Love and Skate. Yeah, you're, you're gonna regret saying that. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a dream, and then we can do a podcast. But like the the, the thing is, I'm like I really love that bit of my job, and like yeah. I, I hate. The computer bit. I like the phone call sales bit, and I love the, dealing with the. You like the talking and the making, but like the the the, the finance and the emails and the just the sh the shit that comes with running a business. Yeah. I like really dislike because I just want to reproduce graphics or make my own graphics or yeah. get inky or get lost in a world of music and just print mm -hmm. two hundred things. But like you know, yeah, yeah. like just yeah. get. Um, so a little bit of is like well, I probably do go a bit over and above. Mm. I'm not saying like, oh, we go over and above as a company. No, but, but like, you quite I, literally do though. It's not, is there any other companies that are solely screen printing the majority of their stuff? Um, Whilst being eco-friendly with packaging, so there's not that many. There's a, there's the Screamy Squeegees in America and mm. they print a bunch of stuff. For, so there's like Greco's, mm. Hammer's boards, they're all screen printed. Strange Love, I think maybe like 80% of those boards. But within the UK, I know, within no the UK, UK companies. There's Tommy, there's back back and forth prints in there yeah. in Paul's yeah. He's doing a lot, but I, I don't know, he doesn't have his own kind of brand, and, but he's doing a lot of flip stuff or a good bit of flip stuff, I think, from what I see on socials and stuff. Yeah. I don't really chat to Tommy too much for no reason other than we're both probably just like head Lost down in your own working. wild screen print. But like, probably didn't need to get on the phone and talk about skateboard screen printing to that guy because yeah. there's not very many of us. Mm. No, no. Probably good yeah. to... Uh, I mean, screen printing in itself is a real art form, isn't it? I mean, you know, before we started, we were looking at that 
uh, the deaf box was yeah, yeah. and like the detail and the skill level to get that shit lined up. Yeah. Yeah. And also the nostalgic kind of, uh, I don't know, like the idea of that is just, I don't know, it takes you back, doesn't it? It's yeah. like going into a skate shop well, and all the graphics. I like that they're not flat when you get a screen yeah. print board. You can like look at it and turn it in the light and you can see all the different... Well, it shows you Like on the Halford done, board, you can see all the different lines around yeah. the letters. You see all the different colour overlays. So yeah. I, I'm a bit of a hippie about this sort of thing, but like what I said to you earlier about, about the energy, you know, about like, you know, get, getting an idea and then putting it down yeah, on yeah. paper. and then Let's do it now, yeah. That, that momentum, I feel like, like when you do print a board or when you print anything or when you make something with your hands it does you know you can see and feel that kind of physicality mm. so like on here you know you can see the layers of john horner's artwork literally great artist by the way amazing I like and so like there's that that's kind of retained so that like you say whether you feel the nostalgia you pick up that board and you can see the blemishes and the raised inks and the the misprints and you're like this thing has a it has a, a physical energy it isn't just like a press print and then something comes out of a machine and then someone who doesn't care about the thing they're printing puts it through another machine and then it goes through a turns up at your front door there's, there's no actual energy in that whereas like like when lucy when we did her we did this brilliant thing with lucy's first board where she came to the studio and she we got all the boards set up with the screen set up and you, you pulled the first color yeah and then we took photos of that of that process and then that process I can't remember how it was, but I saw one of the most like the one of the things I'm most proud of. I think <laughs> is like you printed the first color. As yeah, you're I pulled like it. the owl's eyes, the yellow. Yeah. And I took a photo <clears throat> on uh, on, an, an on an analog camera. Got that developed, then made a screen out of the photograph. Printed that photo of her printing the board. So meta onto onto <laughs> a board. Then a photograph that, and that was the <laughs> that was hell. the advert yeah. in grey. But yeah. then when I look at that advert. I like see it and I'm like, it does have this like energetic feel, you know, I can yeah. remember like Lucy was in the studio, we printed that, like yeah. it has, so I think like there's a thing of like, you get out what you put in sort of thing, yeah. like with it, like with anything, like with any kind of thing that's made, I think the more that goes into it, the more that comes out of it. <laughs> I did this series of boards a while ago and it's for an exhibition. I can't remember what the, what the theme of it was, but um, I did this board, it's like a series of, it was a series of eight boards and it had one bit of the gra like the, the graphic built up and it was called Newton's Law. It's the transference of energy. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do that just to show like the, lay the way that the colours laid down in order, built mm. up a picture. But the idea was like it was, it was about Newton. So like the idea that like mm. energy goes from like the first like the first colour and the first pull yeah. and like the physical act of it Fruit to, to make the very this picture. End. And I quite like the idea that like all that process goes on. Like, you know, the amount of energy stored in a board that's pressed, like that's under tension the whole time. That's what makes it pop. It's mm. under like tension. It has it has a physical energy in that. Uh, yeah. Some science guy is gonna say, it hasn't got a physical energy, Stu. It's like potential energy or some shit like that. Probably, I'm sorry. But like, my belief is like, the whole thing contains an energy. And like, if you put that energy into decorating it and then, <coughs> The excitement of like some kids seeing it on the shelf and go, wow, those colours pop and they take it down. That energy continues and they, they're going to go out and they're going to have a better time on their skateboard rather than some like mass produced kind of like shitty and like, you know. Yeah. Although you did some banging graphics and fairly oh, certain they hand screened in the beginning. Yeah. I just anyway. mean their stuff that we get now is just. 
fucking. But it's, it's not. But it's not Zoo York like Zoo York right now. It's not Zoo York like you say back in the day. Yeah, that was the one, wasn't it? It was good. You so go to that <laughs> studio though, like, and I go there, you know, and you like, you've got to dodge around like leaky roofs, cables. Health and When you go in, and if if he's like, it's a board printing time. There's just like, you know, what are they called where you put the board on? Racks. racks. There's lots of board racks. You walk in and around them and you like try not to knock them. And there's just like, and I I go there and I think, man, like how is this? This is crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. all the work that's going into this is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And then kids don't it, appreciate nah, that. But it. it's, it's so cool to be yeah. there and like see it happening. Well, yeah. but, I mean, we did the, Mike was doing our, um, Heathen, Daryl Knobs. It? it was like the, the pros that should have been pro for Heathen. He's yeah. done boards for him. You got so some he, downstairs, right? Yeah, so yeah. he did lino, cut, graphic, wax seal, all hand done. And he, he, it was uh, in, in this room behind here where he was like hand. No. Pressing I think it with a pump, every, uh, and uh, what's it called? A jack? You know, so he's putting the pressure on, lifting each one. Okay. Yeah, I did, but I, I like that stuff. It's good. And yeah. there's a story behind it. And it's kind of like all the boards you've done. Well, Mike, de Mike described it as when he was making them and giving them to Daryl. Well, I think he described it as this in the, on the car journey back because it was a long time. Is that making something physically by hand shows the people that you, you love what you're putting into it. And there's a lot of care putting into it. And he described it as like when you gave him that board and it was handmade, it, it was showing Daryl how much he meant to the company by physically making a hand printed board. So it'd be the same for all your pros as well. Like you put the time into it and the brain power to figure out how it works like a puzzle as opposed to just putting it through a machine and going, there's a board. Like it actually shows that the person who's running the company cares about your input on the company. Especially so if you've been able to have that input too. Like yeah. in the times when, and I know it's like the same for Jordan and Alex, so I won't speak on behalf of them, but like when, like when Stu gave me that opportunity, it was like, it's totally free reign as well. Mm. It's like, I, I'm not very good at it because I'm not yeah. that creative. I don't pretend to be an artist or like do anything like that. I just, mm. but I do really appreciate it. And yeah. I have like, I've got really strong tendencies of what I don't like. So then yeah. it's quite easy to find out what I do. So when I get to work with those people, I'm like, yeah, like that's, it's coming mm. along. And then, yeah, to see it then, like I say, that full camo wrap one, like that was just wild because I didn't imagine it when we first started to talk about it and then i've never seen came... a full camo rap board so i'd say that's the first it was good and <laughs> what was really day. good about it is like joe gavin i think he commented on it or they got them in note and he said like this is wicked and i was like day made yeah yeah joe gavin made. Like, yeah i was like sick yeah amazing so um, going from go going from that i was just going to ask what are your both your personal favorite love and skateboards over the from the creation of Love and Skate, what's been the board that you've been like, this is the ultimate board so far? I got one. I mean, it can be it can be your own pro board. It can be something like the Alex one behind you, just because of how it looks. Have you, have either of you just got a personal favourite board that you're like, that's my ultimate Love and Skate board? Shall I go first? Or you? Well, yeah, Lucy's got, got one. one. I got should. one. <clears throat> no, Lucy, you go first. You, go, you no. find our favourites. Uh, I, th I think I. Have. It's not you, mine, you go. You go because you're you're like you're clear on it. Yeah, you uh, go first. Mine's got a long-winded story. Like uh, no, mine's, just, <laughs> mine's like Storm in a Teacup, or did you call it that? In uh, the yeah, end? it was Storm in a Teacup. It was yeah. a James Callahan one, so again, like from like one of my all-time favorites. Done with the cup in the middle and all everything coming out around it. Yeah, yeah. that one's fucking sick. Like yeah. it's insane how much. Yeah. And that was a, was that twelve color? Thirteen. Thirteen color. Thirteen color, and it was still still it's... retailed at sixty pounds. No, that was in the that was on that was when we were using HLC wood. Yeah. Uh, oh no, was that? 
That is a really good graphic. It's amazing. Like so all you... those little skeletons and everyone's doing it. Like it's just. I actually, just you know what? I'd, I'd say. I think that's my favourite too, Lucy. You like, copied me. No, 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 I'm serious because. Look at the sketches. Like, it's so awesome. James Callahan is. That's is what the I mean. Best. Even like, the time going into just drawing it, it's not computer, computer no. generated. And he, he put up a thing the other day and he said, really, really happy that I'm back to using paintbrushes again. Um, and he's like paint, like painting these lines, you know, like what, what a nutcase. But he's amazing to work with because he'll like phone up and say, I've got some free time. Do you want a landscape graphic? Have you got any ideas? And I said, well, I was thinking maybe something like this. And he said, it'll just come back with the most like exactly what you want sketch, like yeah. better than I could ever imagine. Yeah. Or, um, so like, he's, he's wonderful. And I actually got to know him through Carhartt, Lars mm -hmm. and Bertrand because they did, he did a series for them. I don't know if you ever saw it. It's a great, a great board series. And like what Carhartt did a few board series, and one of them was um, talking about uh, explosions of energy. It like started off with this. It was a popsicle, eight inch, with a picture of a wizard on it, adding something to a cauldron, mm -hmm. and then then there was a, like a pool shape, like a kind of pointy nose, kind of wide, yeah. squared off tail. That was the next in the series, and the stuff coming out of the. Uh, out of the, the cauldron like a snake and you can mm. see the wizard's eyes kind of like turning weird. Mm. And then there's this like mad money bumps behemoth of a skateboard, like 11 inches wide, mm -hmm. huge thing with all these crazy money bumps and the wizard's face is exploding mm. and the pot's exploding and there's like monsters and everything. And he did that graphic and I said to Lars, Where did, who on earth did that? He said, there's this guy, James Callahan. And then Alex Barton got in touch with him and went to stay with him when he went to America and then the relationship just kind of formed like that. But um. I, yeah, I love it when shit's just made from a sketch. Yeah, yeah. Like I know, like I've only done one board. It was for Avi, Chris Averton. And it was heat transferred because I, I looked for screen printing, but it was just going to be too much. But we made, well, I say we, my missus made that. I don't know if you saw the graphic, like um, literally out of clay, like little bits of clay This uh, with all of his, she like strategically asked him what his favorite butterflies were. And the board's got loads of butterflies over it. And it's like a clay Avi figure looks so much like him doesn't it and he's like he's got his he's got one arm down and a super long avi arm because he used to skate with the long arms yeah and his name like avi is made out of like little leaves so it spells avi but just seeing her make that and then me bringing it here and photographing it and then scanning it in when i look at the board i'm like that is physically made yeah and that graphic and i've still got the clay figure with like yeah. his long arm and this little avi head and he's got like little glass, realistic glass eyes and a little hat and everything. And screen printing couldn't do that justice. You know what I mean? Like you need a yeah. photograph to, I mean, you can't, I'm sure there's a way. And like yeah. maybe the guys at Screaming Squeedies have- It would have just been best. so much because of how many different tones and color in his face and his yeah, clothes yeah. and- Yeah, I'm not like a snob or against like- Yeah. Oh, oh, like oh no. Or like that. But like, um, yeah, like- like, yeah, as you say, like that's that's an amazing, and the fact that it's all made out of clay, and then it's a photograph. It's like that's it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I was really so. I'll show you after just how it how it turned out. <laughs> if you know Avi that well, or what he looks like, it's just yeah, it's this little figure, and the amount of detail, like cheekbones, his mouth, everything, okay. his little ears, and I still look at that board. It's on like my it's on my radiator in the living room, and I'm just like that graphics literally made by hand, and then put on a board. It just means so much more than if I just got someone to draw it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just glad that it was um, it was made by hand. It means mm. a lot more, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, <clears throat> just want to speak to you a bit about girl skating. 
Obviously, you're like the OG. Well, she's the OG Lucy OG. You're the OG girl skater. Um, Who had the last part in the first Love and Skate vid? Was it Lucy? It was Lucy, wasn't it? Um, first Love and Skate vid, our last part in that? Who's Either of you remember? No. No? <laughs> Came in a cardboard. So I literally like melted my brain with like thinners. <laughs> so I like, literally, I'll forget this happened by tomorrow. <laughs> do you wear a mask board. when you're doing it? Well, yeah, you do have now. To now. I do. I'm actually, now we're like more, more or less like water based. Yeah, yeah all right, but, um, okay. but like back in the day, it was like all like solvent paper yeah. and board and plastic inks printing those boards, and it was like it was mental. You're making them high as fuck. Yeah, like Lily and I. That's actually, why all the graphics that, are so that, trippy because you're like. That's actually like a really good th the the this board here. Like I've got the mask on there, but like Lily that I um, used to work with. Lily Cowley Wood, amazing girl. Um, we worked together for years and years. She's brilliant. Um, we would like, no joke, print boards all day, like just be so sideways that you'd have to go to the pub and like have a couple of pints just to kind of get a bit, get a bit more like real. It's like Normality. you walk, yeah, right. you would walk out of work for like, and I, every like screen printer from, from like, now there's really good like water-based inks that will stick to loads of stuff because they've got mm. some other gnarly chemical in them. Yeah. Um, that will do some other kind of damage. But um, but yeah, like printing with solvent-based inks is like part of the joy <laughs> <laughs> and also part of the curse. <laughs> well, yeah, you did have last part in that video, I'm 100% sure. So there you go, refresh your memory on that. Who um, Who is killing it in the girls at the minute? What female skateboarders female do you skaters. think pushed the female movement yeah. in the UK? Stu? Lily Strachan. What are you pointing yeah. at Stu then? Lola, Alice Smith. Like, There's so many now, isn't there? Yeah, I It's mean, gone from like that time when it was kind of just you. There wasn't many, was there? I remember and you, Kirsty Tonner, yeah. Lois, Helena. It was yeah. kind of just... Danny Gallagher, that's what Danny I remember. Gallagher. Yeah. What was, was the, like the Georgie. five. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. was the turning point? What do you think changed? Was it... Because it suddenly, it's almost, I mean, obviously the Olympics probably had something to do with it. With well, even before then, it yeah. like. But there was, there was still like something happening. It was There was more and more people getting into it and then loads more girls coming in. But do you, was there any point where you were like, that's obviously helped this or? I feel like social media. Yeah. Like yeah. definitely right, yeah. had a really big impact because mm. it was that connection thing. No yeah. longer like were you just stumbling across people or like that physical sort of element of having to travel somewhere like really far to connect or like it was always at a comp yeah, or you could just do it on your phone. Yeah. You could just do it and you could just even like if you didn't meet up, you were still talking to yeah, somebody yeah. about yeah. it or still appreciating that there were other people doing different bits of skateboarding that were a bit more like you because of sort of body parts. Mm. So um, there is a plus to social media then. There is, yeah. Well, it puts it all in your face, doesn't it? Like, about social media, like, um, I went on, I went for a skate with Claire, is it Alume, Claire? Mm. And then um, her mate Liz Jake. Yeah. Who's just like, when she turned up in like, the brim hat, curly hair, slim black trousers, she just looked cool as fuck. And she was French. And I was like, you're fucking She's rad. cool as fuck. And we went on like a Girl Skate UK. She was, Claire was getting engaged. So we did like a hen did like a hen video. And that's the first time I went out on a trip with like, where there was like seven girls and just me, whereas it used to be the opposite way mm -hmm. around. Do you think there was, so do you think it's social media that just like pushed well, that? I think like, there's role modeling there as well. Like, you know, the minute I remember, whenever I got Instagram, 
the best part of that was like being able to sort of like curate my feed, you know, when yeah. it was all back in the, it was the right time. And it line. was good, whereas now it's just And it didn't just shit. tell you what it thinks that you like. When you could actually just decide like, I'm going to follow all these people and I can suddenly follow all these girls in this country, this country, this country. Mm. And then you could just have your sort of what you wanted to see and it was there and it was being refreshed. Like I remember getting in from college or school when like dial up was still a internet thing and refreshing certain like websites to see if there was like new content yeah. with a, another girl or like certain YouTube, mm. like YouTube was there, but you know, it was, so like it was just like now when it became more readily available, I think that, yeah, you just were able to get so much more inspired and motivated by mm -hmm. stuff that you could see. Um, but, and then there's been more recent things. I think COVID like that whole thing happened and I certainly even like just going down the curbs saw other girls either roller skating or skating or like even if they were longboards or penny boards like at spots yeah. not yeah. skate parks because it like, was the thing that you were allowed to do at the time weren't yeah, you yeah absolutely yeah and it just like it was yeah it was <clears throat> more normal to see that and then you've got like the more recent things olympics and mm. bigger bits like that that just I mean, we've got loads of girl skaters around here haven't we there's a lot of yeah. lessons and stuff so did you I see not it's not skateboarding related but did you see that video that came out that push forward or what was it called fast forward by lazo and it's all like it's all aggressive quad skating and they're doing hill bombs and like sammy backers there these girls doing like yeah. fakie hill bombs on aggressive quad skates it's, that's yeah, what safters work uh, who works in the shop and yeah. it's it's edited by edited by shrimp daddy isn't is it but so it's oh, wow. you watch it i remember it came on my feed and i was i'm not gonna watch it and then a couple of days later i watched it and they're doing like handrails going off like ledges into like banks and they're all eating shit so it's, hard, it's, but it's, it's like, yeah. have you seen it? Yeah, that, I, I, I watched like that, seen clips I watched it, that video yeah. and I was like, fucking hell. And then there was a section where like this girl called, called Barbie comes on and she's like, all like dainty and like, she's got an intro where she's eating shit. And then the part is just gnarly. And yeah, it's and like- she's covered in like she's scars battered. and stuff. She is- And then the girl that does the fakie hill bomb with Sammy Backer there. And then when she like lands the trick, she's like, <laughs> and like goes fucking crazy and Sammy Backer's like that's my homie dog and I'm like where have these girls been like they've just popped up and that seems to have boosted that, that, that aggressive quad skating yeah, movement yeah. now it's um they've all got little grind so blocks well in the yeah and it's it's edited like a skateboard video yeah, is, and they it? skate spots that skaters go to yeah all those and it's, like, yeah. Stuff like it's so it's, good and they all ride spitfire 50 mils there's a girl jam yeah. Yeah. they put like penny she trucks run. on she, yeah. she won a set at the bumps jam she won a set of like i don't know 53 54 mil spitfires and then she she won a set of them and she's like can i have another set because i need obviously yeah, need yeah. Eight. <laughs> so then they gave, they gave her two sets no nice. she's like she's skating around yeah they, they they ride spitfires and yeah um i mean like i definitely checked the video out yeah. it's like worth checking out it's really good like there's it's like so some bits lucy the the fakey the hill fake, bomb the fakey i feel hill like bomb. i've seen clips now but yeah, i've not seen good. the the fake hill bomb's nuts. And yeah, it's a real famous hill bomb as well that people skate over the barrier into. Doesn't she yeah. like grind it or like hop There's over it and, and goes fakey on it. And she's like going backwards on these quad skates. And like, you can just see she's stacking yeah. up speed. And Sammy yeah. back is like. So what there. you're saying is I need to get my bow turbos back out the shed. <laughs> oh, we sell them here. We sell quite a lot of those. Put a grind block on them. Um, but has, has that picked up? Cause there's now, there's yeah. like a Clissel yeah, in yeah. North London. There's. There's, there's lots of girls that are like you see quads, them the, yeah, yeah. They're, they're um 
it's happening i think it's quite good it's sort of like a whole new discipline of that is coming through i mean that's been around for a long time do you think it would be acceptable for filmers to be on them again uh, so like in the old power days, so, like so easy to film on if you're on skates. If you can skate on skates, mm. yeah. <laughs> never considered that. You could just like hop up, can't you? Like, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I never roll over shit yeah. that you need to. Double tongues. Let's get you on some skates. Yeah, I can give it a try. Yeah, that video so double like, tongues. That video is so good though because it's like that's the first video of that kind that's been bought out. So I've, I looked at it and saw how excited staff was and some of the girls yeah. that come in that do it. I'm like, that must be what you felt like when you watched your first skateboarding video and it unlocked this whole world. And now, mm. you, like a bunch of girls and guys are watching it and be like, wow, there's like a crew out there that are doing it on the streets. Yeah. So then it's just, it's <laughs> going to keep progressing after that. So it's like you're watching skateboarding progress, but like years later, you're seeing it like gnarly quad. They're like little skateboards on each feet. Yeah. Way more impressive than rollerblading, in my opinion. Um, what is in the future for Love and Skate, Mr. Stewart? What is in the future? Have you got yeah, your eyes on... What's going on? Brain, you hooking brain, up any, board? Are you hooking up anyone new? You right got, now, you got your eyes on anyone? really concentrating on not going out of business. Can I have and a board? I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a few things coming out. Um, uh, some giant brand partnerships, which um, I'm under NDA, so... Um, but yeah, <laughs> you look forward to that. Um... Um, <laughs> are you actually or are you just taking a piss I'm kind of you never really know me Toby but um, there's, there's some good yeah we've got like good few boards coming out like uh, they should be yeah for the summer collection so should land about October I'd say and when can people <laughs> when can people expect to be able to get hold of the Love and Skate X Brain Drain collab board X Baghead boards <laughs> the three the tri the, no the let's just do the Brain Drain one. the Unholy Trinity collaboration <laughs> yeah that's, when, got, that's a great top graphic could you do a graphic I, I guess you're not, you're not convinced are you? no, no I'm not convinced <laughs> it just gets Baghead in everything yeah. I was just saying, you have you, to you work could do, you could do some kind of lenticular print that's love and skate, tilt it a bit, brain drain graphic, tilt it a bit more, bagger graphic. Can you do that with screens? I don't know. Okay, we'll scrap it. We'll just go straight for the brain drain one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck baghead. Come Sorry. on. No, I love it, mate. Why it's do you hate it so much? Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Well, he did have a note saying, how come Roller Snakes isn't on the on the stock list? I had it out with him uh, at the station. Uh, but I, I saw him delete it and I was like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, I already scared. put a note in my phone to fire the guy that does the back end of the website and he he won't have a Is job it you? tomorrow morning. It's a content it's guy. It's me. It's, it's me. You. And I'm really sorry. And I'm, Are you? Yeah, really <laughs> sorry. Yeah, really sorry. Because Cause there's been loads of kids that, in Derby. They're like, where can I buy Love and Skate? And they look and they say, <laughs> doesn't. That, and they can't just Google it and, and search on Roller Snakes. www.loveandskate forward slash stockists, yeah. believe it or not, gets more hits. That page gets more hits than any other page on the website. Okay. So I feel bad that someone might have missed out. No, it doesn't. Of course not. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, uh, but no, but it's done. It's not on there. So I will change that, I promise. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Does that right. explain why you didn't order the last couple of drops? Yep. Yeah, okay, right, cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it doesn't actually. I just noticed it last night when I was researching you. I do the usual thing Google people, their, uh, what's their, their net worth. Net worth. Oh, yeah. we do, yeah. Love and Skate's worth what's three mine? million, apparently. Yours is, three, yours is seven million. Okay. Can you Google what? Lucy Adams? I was meant net to worth. be a millionaire ten times over. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm sure I've looked at it yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, let's let's look at Lucy Adams' uh, net worth. We'll, we'll finish on that because that's quite a funny thing to finish on. 
Unless you are like a multi-millionaire, oh, yeah. you just keep. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it's been forty-five minutes. It's been longer than that. I'm weary. <laughs> it's been like two hours. I'm weary that Lucy wants to skate, and it's just gone two o'clock. Weary. And also, I'm getting, yeah. hung, I'm getting hungry. Okay. Yeah, I fancy I a little hungry, skate as well. One point six. One point six million. Sucks. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? That's what Dainton said. We were like, you estimated at a million. He was like, is that it? That's not from Google. Though. That's from some dodgy website called Network Post. So. Yeah. So not true? No, it's not true. Okay. Um, Shall we we wrap it up there? We want to we want to thank Lucy and Steve for making the travel, coming on the show. Thank you for talking about some great skateboarding and some great history. Keep doing what you're doing, and we're huge fans. And I can't wait to see what the next dips Lucy Adams board is. What sponge cutouts are going to (laughs) be there to? uh, Back to make to it happen but yeah what we'll do we'll get you two to roll the credits if toby does this roll the credit arm okay do you know if either you, lucy doesn't look stoked on the roll the credit arm but uh yeah on that note on that note let's roll the credits thank yeah. you very right. much see you later bye 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 clap we have to do it for like <laughs> 10 seconds through the don't credits don't. we usually do right let's go skate <laughs>